You are brave, and you are welcome. I'm Tess Wilton, host of Shadows Illuminated. I'm here to guide you through the depths of your soul, offering you empowerment and inner peace, and a chance to explore your relationships, both with the people in your life and with yourself. I'm not just your host. I'm your companion on this transformative path through the shadows. As a clinical therapist and relationship life coach, I bring with me a unique blend of wisdom, spiritual guidance, and therapeutic insights. I'm a conduit for the divine, a vessel to share messages and activations meant to serve your highest and greatest good. I explore the Akashic Records and I dance with the energy of the moon. I'm a devoted student of the Divine Feminine and her mystical cycles. I'm a shadow worker. We'll illuminate the dark spaces in your life that may frighten you, that may trigger you, that may even challenge your ego. This, brave one, is how we break free from the chains that bind us. I'm here for you at plutopractice.com and on Instagram at shadowcoachtess. Embrace this truth. In the heart of darkness, transformation awaits. Let's take a deep breath in. You are whole and complete just as you are. Now let's embark on this shared journey to illuminate your shadow. Welcome back, brave one. We are in eclipse season, actually in the midst of the last eclipse portal on October 28th. It is currently November 1st, and we have just gone through that full moon in Tauros, full moon eclipse, and it's been a lot. I know that there have been so many separations, so many breakups, so many endings, so much clarification. So I want you to know if you're going through that, you are not alone. It's a lot to take in. Find something, an activity, a place that makes you feel good just for a few minutes every day, but just for a few minutes. It will help you to ground into the now. The eclipses are really good at getting rid of things in our life that can no longer be sustained. I personally had a discussion with my hunky husband around childcare <laughs> and taking care of our son. And it's a conversation that I think was building and it just happened. No explosion, you know, no, no heat, just two mature adults discussing the reality of things, seeing things from a new perspective. If you feel that you have had your eyes open to something, that's the eclipse magic. Take your time to digest it. Recognize there's no need to take any immediate action. You don't have to rip apart your world to find, you know, that tiny little thing that seems to be causing such irritation. Breathe into it. Take your time. Specifically with breakups. Today we'll be talking about what it's like to go through a breakup. So if this resonates with you, settle in, get yourself a warm mug of something, and hope you enjoy this episode. Eclipses are all about the unseen 
being seen. So know that whatever is popping up for you, whatever you feel is daunting and really overwhelming, is there for you to show up for it. It's there for you to see it. It's there for you to be aware of it. Even if you don't make any changes, open your eyes to what's in front of you. Don't ignore it. Don't push it away. No matter how much fear, doubt, shame, guilt, anger, sadness, grief, no matter what comes up for you, try to hold space for it. Try to make some room in your day to contemplate that thing. Maybe it's a breakup. Maybe it's things coming to light about your relationship, maybe even just a friendship that is not supporting you. And whether or not you stay with this person, whether or not you start to hang out with this person a little less or a little more, whether you tell this person that your friendship is no longer supporting you or not, to notice which boundaries are maybe being pushed Notice which parts of you you feel are being ignored or shoved aside or triggered or challenged. It can be a lot. And there's no end to the realizations and revelations that a full moon, let alone a full moon eclipse, can bring up. And especially in the sign of Tauros, where we are invited to be comfortable and sensual, and grounded. Tauros is ruled by the planet Venus. So we are really invited to get into the goodness, the beauty, the pleasure of grounding into this world, as Tauros is a earth sign, grounding into this world what feels good for us, Focusing on the things that make us feel good about ourselves. Focus on the things that maybe we don't give ourselves permission to feel good about. I myself am going through a little bit of self-worth work. (laughs) And without going too much into my personal business, there's a lot coming up around what I'm capable of and how I'm able to share that. And that's partly why I've created this podcast. But it has a lot to do with being and feeling worthy and really acknowledging that no one is better or worse than us. They might be further along their path of believing their own worthiness, but that does not mean that they are more superior than us. Just some things that I've been contemplating. So if this resonates, take some time to pause here, tune in and ask yourself over the next two weeks, is there something I can be focusing my attention on that would leave me feeling closer to my truest self? And you can just rewind that past few seconds to hear that prompt again journal about it, contemplate, think about it when you're washing dishes, when you're in the shower, when you're walking your pet. And really, no answers need to really come. Maybe it's a feeling. Notice all of it. The resistance, 
the openness. Notice it all. What we're going to talk a bit more in depth today about are breakups. There are quite a bit of separations going on, obviously on a global level, but even in some personal lives. And breakups are inevitable, whether they are based on people not connecting, whether they are based on people dying, whether they're based on people moving on and evolving. Nothing is permanent. But when a breakup happens to us, it feels like our entire life just shattered. If you're going through something and you feel you have maybe lost a very significant person in your life, please know this is not a true reflection of you. I do invite you to reflect on any responsibilities that you could take for yourself. Perhaps you were not as open with your significant other as you could have been. Perhaps you were a little demanding of their time and energy. Perhaps you didn't care to invite them into your life as much as they wanted to be. Perhaps there were boundaries that were crossed, boundaries that were violated. Perhaps there were inconsistencies in the relationship. Reflect, take a moment, and see if there's anything you might notice was yours that you that you put out there. And without shoveling on a whole pile of guilt and shame, just notice. Do you automatically go to blaming the other person? Do you go to, I'm blameless, it was all their fault, I'm the victim? Perhaps you swing in the opposite direction. It was all my fault, I should have listened more, I should have been more present, I wasn't there when they needed me. There is no fault. If there were, it wouldn't help. So don't spend your time trying to figure out who was the worst person in the relationship, who should take on more of the blame for why it didn't work out. That's not helpful. It's a waste of your energy and time. Instead, really figure out if it's supportive for you to continue spending your energy and time on this person? Were they helpful for your growth? Did they teach you something? Are they going to continue to teach you something? Have you already learned it? What do you think about moving forward without them? Sure, it's painful to think about. Maybe you've been together so long you can't even imagine your life before them. You've become a different person with them. And now without them in your world, who are you? I can promise you, you are still someone worth knowing. I hope that you can spend some time being yourself. Just you.
that person, they don't define you. They aren't a piece of your identity. Maybe you've spent so much time beside them, you feel like you're one, but you're not. You're just you. And they are just them. And it's important to get to know who you are. What are your likes? Your dislikes? Did you give up anything to be with them? Even if it was something as simple as a certain kind of food that you liked. Maybe they didn't like spicy food, so you never went for Indian. Maybe they loved spicy food, so you put your taste buds to the test. Maybe you take away the fact that you like spicy food, maybe not as much as they do, but maybe a bit more than you did before you met them. That's what happened to me. (laughs) Maybe you gave up some more important things. Friends, family, hobbies, activities, a job, a home. To be with them. Because... It was the right thing to do at the time. Now what do you have? You still have you. And you can make a new home. You can get another job. You can start back on those hobbies and activities. You can reconnect with your family and friends. Make new friends. I'm not saying it will be easy. But it is very possible. And in doing so, you'll rediscover that there is so much to you worth loving. Maybe that person did love you. Maybe you loved them. Just because this friendship or relationship is over for now does not mean that they take that lovability away from you. You are still lovable with or without them. Find that in yourself. Feel the joy when you begin to dance or sing or create your art again. Feel the joy when you figure out that that job that you left, maybe it was the job that you want to continue to create a career from. Maybe it taught you that really wasn't the job for you and you want to spread your wings and start something else. Recognize they have changed you, but for the better. You've learned, you've grown, you've evolved. You're not the same person you were when you met them. Send them a little thank you. You don't have to do it out loud. It doesn't have to obliterate any of the wrongs or pain or grief that you're going through. But they have changed you. Without them, you would not be who you are today, for better or worse. Let yourself know that you can accept lessons and life experiences from others. Be who you are now because of them. Move on from them. That's okay too. But don't pretend that they weren't a huge impact on your life. Don't give them credit. Don't pretend that you are something just because of them but they have added to you. Tune in with what you can do with yourself now, because of them, after them. Move on 
with them. Slice them out of your life if you'd like, but carry the lessons, the thoughts, the growth from that relationship. Carry it with you. Allow it to make you stronger, bolder, more courageous, more adventurous, more spontaneous. Let it be something that you grow with. Like vines climbing up a little trellis in your own garden. Let that be your structure that you can flow and move freely from. But it does not define the flower simply helps it to grow stronger, to branch out, to evolve, to expand. So find that thing that you once loved that maybe you haven't been or done in a while. Find something that makes you feel capable, confident, back to who you are. Maybe it's a new you. Maybe it's a part of you you haven't explored yet. Maybe it's something that you never really thought would be you. And they opened your eyes to it. Maybe you do it in spite of them. Now, let's be clear. We don't want to go down a path of harmful behaviors. For example, that person in your life put boundaries on you. They said, I'll never let you smoke or do this, or do that. Harmful things. And now out of spite, you think, I'm going to smoke cigarettes, because they told me I never could. Let's not be hasty. Harmful things are still harmful. Sure, have one. See how terrible it is. Don't do it. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. <laughs> it's my little PSA. But seriously, be aware that you're not harming yourself just because out of revenge to spite them. What's that saying? Cutting yourself to spite your nose. I don't know, something like that. We want to be sure that any actions we take from here on out support us, make us better challenge who we thought we were and allow ourselves to shine as brightly as we can. When you can give yourself permission to grow from this, maybe it's not today or even tomorrow or the day after that. It might take a few weeks, even months. Don't let it take years. Don't dwell. Don't let it fester. Grieve it, and then take it with you. Pack a little bit of that grief in your backpack every day. Take it with you wherever you go. Don't forget that it's there, hanging on you. Then tomorrow, pack a little less of it. And the next day, a little less. Until eventually it feels like a small grain of rice that you're packing with you. So it's always there taking up a little space in your life. But it's not weighing you down. It's not blocking you. It's not taking over your life. But it's something that you can acknowledge has been a part of your life. 
that way when you look back on pictures that Google reminds you of this time last year, you're not dreading it. You can smile and say, oh yeah, that was me a year ago. Look at me now. Those memories are important. I'm trying not to take too many pictures of my baby, but I don't have many pictures of me when I was a baby. There's, you know, one or two, but we didn't have instant photos on your camera phone. We had Polaroids and VHR tapes. Anyone remember those? VCR tapes. VHR? I don't even know what they were called. The really big black tapes that, you know, you know. So there weren't just everyday pictures taken. There were special occasions, you know, recitals and holidays. But I would have loved to just have seen the everyday stuff. So I could have maybe a jog on my memory. Come back to those moments. So I want to take a few pictures for my son so that he can look back and say, he might not have remembered, you know, his first year of life, but here are pictures of him as a baby. Five, six, seven, eight months old. Those memories, they are us. They are a part of us. If we can't recall them, our body remembers. So go ahead, look back fondly and let go of whatever grief, dread, anticipation, even fear stops you from moving forward. Now we come to the tools section and there are so many, so you're going to have to Reflect a little bit on what supports you when you're really feeling lost. And it's okay to feel overwhelmed. But let's start small. With something like a gratitude journal. I think it's easy to be thankful for things. We might rattle off a whole list of things we're thankful for. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for my home. But gratitude, it's so much more than that. It's a feeling of appreciation. So pick one thing. Maybe it's something small, but it had a huge impact. Maybe it is something major. And it really resonates deep inside. Focus on the feeling of having that thing, person, experience in your life. How does it impact you? Is there a joyful feeling? Maybe a warmth? Where is it in your body? In your heart? In your chest? your stomach? Does it just radiate out of you? Does it bring a smile to your face even now when you're thinking about it? That is gratitude. Be in it. Make note of it. 
write down that feeling right now. Describe it as best you can. Give it a shape. Give it a form. Does it feel like a, a warm breeze on the beach? Perhaps it's a coal from a fire defrosting your heart. Give it shape. Give it form. Is it a big boulder, heavy, with so much joy? Maybe it's a warm blanket on a cool fall evening. Maybe it's a light breeze, refreshing you, giving you life again. Is it soft to the touch, fluffy like a cloud? Is it a little more textured, feeling bumpy, giving you a sensation that sends chills up your spine in a good way? Give it a color if you'd like. A warm orange, like a sunrise. A beautiful, vibrant pink that makes you smile and giggle. A golden yellow that warms you from the inside out, radiating through you. A soft blue that calms you and gives you a peaceful, serene outlook over the life that you have. Locate this feeling in your body. Tune into it. The more detail you can give to this feeling, the easier you will be able to recall it. And that recall is important because gratitude shifts our mind. Literally, it boosts our neurotransmitters. Dopamine is that reward feeling. It motivates us to do more. Sometimes it can be a little overboard, but it's something that pushes us forward. It's something that makes us feel like we've done a good job. We get rewarded for it. It boosts serotonin. That's that mood neurotransmitter. Lifts us up. Makes us feel joyful and light. Gratitude boosts those two neurotransmitters. It even gives us a little bit of energy with a little bit of norepinephrine. Positivity comes from gratitude. The more you're able to feel that, even with the smallest of things, we utilize those superpowers and our everyday thankfulness turns into acts of gratitude that shift how we walk in the world. Puts a smile on our face, something you can recall when you're waiting in line at the grocery store. Gives you a little smile, even when it's raining and pouring outside and you can't go for that walk. Something you can hold on to even after a really bad date. You just want to go home and curl up, watch a favorite TV show. That recall is important, so get detailed, get specific. Gratitude is a very powerful tool. Learn to master it. Next, be real with yourself.
analyze, and then act. That's a very important second step. A lot of us can spend a lot of time analyzing, going over and over and over the same experience in our head to no avail. We forget to act. We forget to do something. We forget to be in our lives. Find something that takes you out of your head and into your body. Sports, recreational dance, art, anything. Whatever suits you. But your mind cannot take part. We are not going into academia. No math, no science, no physics engineering, biology, none of that. Even if that is your hobby, feel it. Experiment and have fun. Don't try to solve problems. Just be in it. This is how you can get to know that part of you that might not have always been present with your partner. And sometimes I'm sure it was. But this is how we get to know who we are when that person does not take up as much space in our lives as they once did. You've been given an opportunity. Don't waste it away. You could be the next person that you admire. You could be that business person. You could be that athlete. You could be that artist. You could be them, but you have to put in the work and the effort. You have to take yourself seriously. And lastly, find something to hold on to. I personally feel my spirituality connects me to something much deeper than this world. It's my soul. It doesn't have an identity. It's the life force that runs through me. It's what gives me my vavavum, my je ne sais quoi. It makes me feel connected to something bigger than me. I find it through meditation. I find it through crystal energy. I find it through walking in nature. I find it in the Akashic records. I've spent years meditating and spending time in quiet contemplation. That may or may not be the path for you but it has led me to a very real truth about myself. That I am not a human with a spiritual experience. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. And to connect back to that spiritual self gives me freedom. Freedom from the heaviness of human drama. It's all drama. The money, 
the war, the famine, it's drama. It's very real, don't get me wrong. And I am by no means diminishing the pain, the suffering that comes from these human experiences. But it is something only humans really do. You don't find many natural species out there at war with each other. There are predators and prey, but they work within the cycle of life. Lions and hyenas are not at war with each other. They find ways to coexist. It's really only humans that fight for dominance. I'm right, you're wrong. I'm better than you are. That's a human thing. And sometimes I just can't take that kind of drama. It's too much. It's the same reason why I can't watch reality shows. Too scripted, too much needless drama. I got enough of that in my own life. So step back from it. Step away from the phone, the tablet, the laptop, the social media, the mass media, the news, even this podcast. Step away from it. Dedicate to a few minutes a day. Build up. Starting off with five, ten minutes a day. Working up to maybe an hour a day. Now, I do have a kid, and an hour a day is a lot to ask. I literally haven't posted a podcast because of that. So if you can't find one hour a day, I totally get it. But I try to make it work. I spend some time on myself. And it feels like me. The part of me that's playing the role of a mom, of a wife, of a sister, of a daughter, of a friend. There's something underneath all of that that just exists. It's coursing through my body right now. And if I can tap into that energy, there's this freedom, this lightness. It feels great. So thanks for witnessing this. Thanks for being a part of this audience. This is for you. If you need to send this to a friend or family member on social media, just to put it out there in the world, go for it. It could help. I'm not even here to self-promote. I just know that there are a few people out there that might need to hear this. I know a few of them in my own life. I think that's it. I think that's all we've got for today. Thank you, brave one, for showing up, for being here, for creating this community. I am grateful. And it lifts me up to do this. For you. And a little for me. Until next time. Shine brightly. Be strong. Take chances. Bye then. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Shadows Illuminated. Remember, Shadows Illuminated podcast and any content posted by Tess Wilton is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. 
It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a licensed physician, psychologist, or other qualified professional, diagnosis, or treatment. No one should delay in obtaining or disregard any medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.